Hi, this is Claude B. And this is Bird. And together we are Two Bees Pod. And we're just a couple of old bees talking about life, love, surviving, and thriving through the everyday trials of adulting as older millennials. We definitely don't have it all figured out, but we're doing it anyway. <laughs> hey, yeah. You don't have to love me. You don't even have to like me. But you will respect me. You know why? gotta say i'm feeling pretty blessed hashtag blessed hashtag blessed why you ask (laughs) i was waiting for more (laughs) is uh retrograde is over Mm. and we're no longer in reggaeton no Hmm, that sounds less fun but i am gonna start listening to more reggaeton because it was a reminder to me that i needed to go back to 96.3 and practice your perreo (laughs) <laughs> I'll Google that later. <laughs> but yeah, I was talking to someone I work with, and she's we have the same birthday actually. So she had been telling me how Gemini's feel it, mm-hmm. uh, the Mercury retrograde a little more because Mercury's our planet. Um, how can you tell? We're kind of a little all over the place anyway, so how right. can you tell? True. So how? I don't know. That's just what they say. Okay. We need like, someone to really explain this to us. Like, I need to know more. Well, this retrograde thing said that it messes with communication, technology, and something else. And her computer shut down. Only thing I can think of is my AC. <laughs> Please explain that. Please what? explain what just happened. I do that instead of knock on wood. I spit. Toy, toy. Okay. Um... So, but she was like, it's over on Sunday. So, but we may feel a little longer. But, but from what I've read is that if you just accept it and accept the changes and accept what happens, then you can get through it. And then also you're like, you're prepared for it. So you're, you're recognizing that those miscommunications are because of the retrograde and you just need to be more clear, which I've been trying to do. I need more clarity on an explanation like i need someone with like with like a lot of knowledge to explain it to me just so like not that i don't believe you just so that i i think it's have the information i mean maybe that as well i'm just just repeating what people say always (laughs) just so i have the information i know what it's about and i'll send you some links i'll be more i'll be more like aware of it maybe okay is uh, Mercury going to get its reggaeton on again anytime soon? No, it happens twice a year. Oh, okay. So that's it for this year? I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. I'm, more to come. How are you doing? <laughs> uh, I'm doing good. Uh, yeah. I don't know if I noticed anything about Mercury retrograde grading. Grading? Retro, retrograding? Retrograding. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know if I noticed that. Um... I'm always a hot mess, so I don't know. <laughs> but I'm good. I Did you have a good got week? some sun yesterday, hung out in the pool all day. Um, I had an interesting week. 
So I'm chill, yeah. I wrote downtown, well, yeah. And um, there's a lot of, uh, you know, like the homeless issue is big, right, mm-hmm. in L.A. Um, and so there's a lot of that happening. And it, uh, I just feel helpless sometimes. And, yeah. And what to do to, like, Assist. How do I assist? Am I able to assist? Is it safe to assist? Kind of what we were talking about last time, like, intervening and is it safe? Who do I call? Who is it safe to call? Mm. Um, So, yeah, that was... So, a lot of stuff um, around that happening around my work area and, um, like, where I have to walk to to park. So just kind of trying to figure that out. Like how, where can I get more information? and Can I assist in any sort of way? But yeah, other than that though. That's where your head's kind of been because that, mm-hmm. this week. Yeah. Because cause it's been showing up a lot this week. Yeah. 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 But aside from that, yesterday I had a family pool day. So that was fun. I want to go in a pool so bad. All the time. Yeah. If anyone has a pool, invite us. <laughs> yeah. Sponsor our pool day. We could do brunch. Oh. With mimosas. And by brunch you mean? Drink. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's get into the nitty gritty of this story. Story for assertiveness. Want to talk about that? Yeah. You're into do it. it. Sure. I mean, we discussed it earlier, so yeah. <laughs> we also discussed other topics, so if you didn't like one of my ideas. Wow. Would you, you tell me? Um, yeah, of course I'd tell you. How would you tell me? Like I would just be like, that's a really crappy idea you keep having. Okay, so friends, that's an example <laughs> of aggressiveness. <laughs> um, in a calm voice. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but we discussed it a little bit in the previous story, right? When we were talking about communication and the different types of communication. One of them being um, assertiveness and how important that can be in... A lot of scenarios. Yeah, we don't really think about... We just think about communicating, but not really the different ways. So we're either a little too chill, and we're not really saying how we're feeling, or we can be uh, really intense. And um, so it's finding that middle ground, which is assertiveness, which isn't a word I was really familiar with until I learned how to be a self-defense instructor, or until I learned self-defense, I guess, which is... Hopefully being able to speak up before something else happens. So what we learn in self-defense is that assertiveness is being able to defend yourself, speak up for yourself, or just defend yourself in some way uh, without denying the rights of others. Right. Because self-defense, people often think about it being just physical, but it starts with um, your voice. Yeah. And aside from... Hopefully you're not in a situation where you need to use self-defense, but assertiveness is something that is put into practice daily, like communication, but this is a way to communicate your needs using assertiveness and being very clear about what you want. I think that's the importance, right, of assertiveness is being very direct and clear Mm -hmm. about um, your needs and wants without having to necessarily step up to the next level, which would be aggressive, aggressiveness or being passive, which tends to be what most of us do, particularly as women. We tend mm-hmm. to be taught to be more passive communicators. Because I think 
um, it's dependent on, we're more passive in a lot of situations, but then it's also thinking like, what kind of relationship do you want to have with this person after this interaction? So if someone, like one of our stories we've shared about the bar, like we don't care if we ever see this person or talk to them again. So we were a little bit more on the aggressive side than assertive. Um, but with friends and at work, like we have to maintain these relationships. So that's why assertiveness is so important because you also don't want to just be walked all over. Because so what you're saying is it depends on the level of relationship you mm-hmm. have with the individual. If, um, you know, like... Us as friends, uh, we don't necessarily want to get... Wait, Claudia just called us friends. This is our public persona, okay? (laughs) Publicly, we're going to be friends. (laughs) Um, But yeah, us as friends, we want to maintain a relationship so we're not going to necessarily be assertive. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) aggressive. With each other. I'm not assertive in this friendship. <laughs> Shut the hell This is my cry for help. <laughs> if you're listening, send help. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, we're not going to necessarily want to be um, next level aggressive with each other just out of respect for each other, um, out of respect to our friendship and the uh, desire to continue the relationship, mm. right? <clears throat> mm-hmm. But it's okay to still be assertive and say, I don't like or you know whatever the situation may be i don't like how you spoke to me who speak to me all the time consistently (laughs) no me oh telling to you (laughs) yeah but something like that where like if you mentioned the stranger we don't care we don't care particularly if it's a an unsafe situation yeah then you're gonna be to that next level but even i think about assertiveness excuse me like even in the the grocery store like you know when you're in line and people are just standing so close to you like yes. there's no space costco oh yeah that always happens at costco you don't yeah. shop at costco much i mean i've been there my mom oh, <laughs> i'm familiar <laughs> but costco yes there's always so much going on it's already like a huge place and people are buying a bunch of stuff and then they're like on your ass. Yeah. In line. Yeah. Or like, like turning just in the aisles. Yeah. And, and you're like, can you move? Can you not? Yeah. So I feel like I've practiced assertiveness. You do? What do you say? Move. <laughs> you say move? No, I say like if they're blocking, like you're blocking the traffic or will you step back? Because I think it's like. We always say, like, don't ask, just, like, say what you need. Right. But sometimes I feel like I'm still not the expert. Um, yeah. Because the reality is that we're sort of reformed people pleasers, yes. right? Would you say? Yes. <laughs> what do you blame that I on? Do, I don't know. <laughs> I you just, don't know where that came from? I don't know. Because you said you didn't really, weren't familiar with assertiveness mm. prior to well, self-defense. Well, the word, I guess. But the, like, the practice of, like, actually putting into practice? I mean, my parents didn't say, like, be assertive necessarily, but they kind of raised me to know that I can stand up for myself in situations. But I just wanted to be liked my whole life. <laughs> so I feel like maybe that's the case. Like, worrying how you'll come off to somebody. Right. Uh... I don't know. Where do you see it um, stemming from? I was raised a Catholic. 
That's where it comes from. So, as was I. Was that where that's, mine came from, too? That's where all the guilt and everything comes from. That's what they say, right? Catholic guilt? Yes. It's a real thing. Mm-hmm. It's strong. It never ends. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I think similarly, you know, being raised in a sort of religious household. And then for me, it was because I'm a girl and because as a child, you're supposed to sort of be seen and not heard you know oftentimes um and you want to be like quote unquote good girl and polite and nice and you know with like latin families you have to respect your elders and you have to saludar if not you're rude um you know things like that so like i think all those things are ingrained in you to make you be like a quote unquote nice person a good girl and not rock the boat and not upset people. Mm. Um, so I definitely feel like uh, that's where mine came from. And then I had to switch it up. Yeah. At what point did you switch it up? I don't know. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, I, you know, I learned the tools. I Similarly, we went, to, went through self-defense uh, training um and instructor training yeah so i learned some of the tools and the names for those tools there but i think for me it started switching when i was like maybe in high school a little bit and then really really switching as i got older into my 20s yeah i think i probably stood up for myself more because it's always so much easier to stand up for people around you others and be protective which i've always been that person i agree but when it comes to myself, maybe, I think I was more probably aggressive. I wasn't, like, getting in fights with kids, but I would use my words aggressively when I felt like I was being picked on at school. And then I became the picker on her. You were a bully? Yeah. <laughs> then I got put in my place. What? You got put in your place? Yeah. Tell I, us everything. I used to, like, because I would get uh, punked in, L- no, no, like, kindergarten. This one girl would make fun of me and she would pinch me. Yeah. And so then, I don't know, I guess I just lashed out. At her? No. At other people? Yeah. <laughs> if I felt like they were picking on me, I would think of like names that were looking back on awful now. But creative. <laughs> I've always been creative. <laughs> yeah. And then I kind of got put in my place when I got uh, made fun of in probably like eighth grade or seventh grade I think they called me princess forehead (laughs) I can't believe you just shared that publicly (laughs) amazing it cuts me deep (laughs) it does so in eighth grade is when it stopped because when I stopped being like an a-hole because you reflected on it or because someone was a jerk back to you and you're a like, jerk back to wow, me. this like, sucks. Oh. And I did this to someone else. And also, me and that person both got <clears throat> suspended because we wrote hurtful things about one another and then to one another. <laughs> wow. This is real deep. If we had had a conversation and we were assertive with one another, yeah, we both wouldn't have been suspended. Instead of being... Suspended. No, instead of being aggressive and like passive aggressive right because that's like writing on the walls is like the original leaving people post-its oh no we never had on walls it was a notebook what like a burn book that's what they call no they called mine um what they call it what's it a slam book i don't know 
Oh, now I can't remember. I wasn't a mean girl. I don't know. <laughs> I wrote it and they took it. And then he wrote me a mean letter and my mom found it. And she's like, what's happening at school? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, we got suspended <coughs> and he got to watch TV and my dad made me rewrite the encyclopedia. <laughs> what? Yeah. Did it say, um, what is it from Mean Girls? Regina. Oh. What is her last name? Fugly Slut. Yeah. Yeah? I think so. Fugly Whore or something like that. that. (gasps) No, it was Oh my God. So that was- We're learning so much about you. (laughs) Wow. Some of the listeners out there will get it. So you're- (laughs) Some of the bullies out in the world will get it. So, but at least I can acknowledge it. Uh huh. Right. Yeah. Not... Wait, but I still want to go back and say your burn book is was like passive aggressive, right? The thing was, or was it aggressive? It wasn't meant for people to see. <laughs> to the same mean girl. Yes. <laughs> Maybe they thought the person reading it would never see it. <laughs> wow. It was like um. This shows us me paying attention to school. I was riding it with my friend. And she felt bad because this person was like being mean to her. So I was defending her and I wrote messed up names. Which I'm not going to repeat them. <laughs> Please don't. I'm not. But so, okay. So was that passive aggressive? Because you know how people leave um, notes, like post-it notes? I do this at home. I'm going to own up to it. Because sometimes it's just annoying, like to mm. to like deal with people, like stupid petty little things, you know, like wash the dishes or oh. whatever. And like does that work better than just telling them? Nothing works. <laughs> if you're listening, nothing works. <laughs> I um, always want to leave a note at the office for people to rinse the sponge. Oh, because then it stinks. And why? And then you keep using it. Like <gasps> I feel like office culture is like. The epitome of passive aggressive yes. post its. That's so true. Like at our offices, um, I've moved offices within like the last two years. Like our office is relocated, and at both places, there's in the women's stall, <laughs> there's like printout notes that say whatever instructions for how to use the restroom. Really? In the kitchen, in the, <laughs> yeah. It is the epitome of here's a passive aggressive post it. Yeah. And it doesn't work. It does not. No, because then what... I don't know how you do it. Like, there's no right way to come across because people feel like they're being um, uh, mothered. What is it? Is that the word to say? Like, whatever. Because people don't know how to park either. (laughs) This is becoming an an annoying office habits rant. We could totally do that, too. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, I feel like people get it. Yeah. And if you don't, you're so lucky. (laughs) But yeah, so how's the correct way to cur- to uh, communicate that? Yeah, like, because, hey, mm-hmm, you park so crooked, the rest uh, of us are trapped. Ugh, I don't miss that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, the notes thing is definitely yeah. passive-aggressive. And I think what ends up happening is and people... Emails. Oh, yes, passive-aggressive emails. And then people look at them and they'll just be like, Ugh, and like, <laughs> throw the note away or delete the email or whatever. So it's not um, effective communication mm. because you're not really getting any... The outcome you want from it, right? Yeah. Um, so that's why assertiveness is important. It's more important. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you feel after your mean girl phase? <laughs> do you feel like you were 
a passive communicator or? No, not passive. I think there's times where I can be passive. Uh, but there's times you think that you're being assertive, but the person either isn't receiving it well, or maybe you're actually just coming off aggressive, or I'm actually coming off aggressive, right? Yes. Because I think it's like when people are trying to figure out how to be assertive, you kind of border the like, whoa. I think I've experienced that where like maybe people think they're being assertive, but they're really being aggressive. Yeah. Or is a receipt or is it a receiver thing uh-huh. or both? I had an experience where I had a conversation with a friend mm-hmm. and I felt like I was being assertive and asserting myself and the person was not very pleased or did not receive it well. I don't think I was being aggressive, but I think it wasn't received well because that person was not used to me mm. uh, communicating with them in that way, like directing mm. them in that way. And because I never really had to be in the past so much. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, a situation came up where I had to, so I did. And sometimes it isn't received well. Yeah. But that's okay. Yeah. Because that's the thing, too, in, like, friendships or relationships where it's kind of, like, just, like, uh, rather not deal with it. Yes. And so then when it comes the time when you're kind of, like, this is how I feel, this is how you made me feel, whatever, then it's, like, oh, chill out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... Then we're seen as, like, bitchy, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's tough being people pleasers and being, uh, and then we're trying to be assertive. It is. Um, I feel like for me, I, uh, I care less about being a people pleaser. Not in general overall, you know, it's all, uh, case by case, but, um, and depending on the person like we talked about, but I, not as much as I did before where I felt like that was my... I get my role. I guess that I felt like when I was younger, I felt like I, that's who I needed to be. I needed to make people happy at the expense of my own happiness. Mm. And now not so much. Um, now sometimes I think maybe people think I'm too assertive. Which is funny. Is because, that a thing? <laughs> right. Um, I, that wouldn't be, and I don't think many people that we know would think of you as like a people pleaser. No, not anymore. Right. Uh huh. And I feel like you've been the person who's tried to get me like when it's like, Oh, I have to go and do this. And you're like, why you're an adult, you know, like you've tried to kind of show me that you don't have to just do something like you can, because we have to go back to how I'm your sensei and I teach Mm. you all the things. (laughs) It's all connected. It all goes back to that. (laughs) No, but seriously. Yeah. You feel like, You've learned to be less of a people pleaser and... Yeah, or know that I... I guess finding balance because it's like with family wanting to, you know, still do what they need. But then also recognizing that I'm I'm starting my life also. And you have needs. Yeah. Sometimes you just have to put yourself first. Right. Um, And situations like that with like friendships, partnerships, family, these can be really uh, difficult to navigate sometimes, but that's why it's important to practice being assertive and communicating effectively your needs, right? Yeah. And I think we're still, like you've said, we're reforming people pleasers. So we still may fall into that just because it's the kind of people we are. It doesn't mean, it doesn't always mean it's bad. We just... Right. Like we've said before, you're kind of always... Trying, striving to be better Mm -hmm. than you were before. So, um, you know, and even then, sometimes you still want to 
in some situations, like you said earlier, like it might be okay being passive and mm. just going with the flow, depending on the person and the situation. Um, it might just call for that. Overall, it is important to remember that you have that right to stand up for what you want and need and um, sort of be your own advocate and doing that by being assertive, right? Yeah. And that's the beauty of effective communication and assertiveness. Yep, just to tie it all back together from last week. All right, so this episode has been filled with Mean Girl references, right? We definitely mm-hmm. showed what Mean Girl stands we are. Oh, yes. So for Chismosa Corner, let's do it Mean Girls themed. All right. So we did an Instagram Q&A, right? Yeah. And one of the questions, uh, and we did the Q&A because we wanted, uh, we're trying to come up with more questions or prompting people to ask us questions um, so that we can uh, insert them in this Chismosa Corner segment. So one of the questions was, is butter a carb? <laughs> Which Mean Girls people might know um, as a Mean Girls reference. Um, butter's not a carb. Butter's a fat, okay, for your education. Who even knows? <laughs> it's, it's literally a fat. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we also got the other question. How do you stay young? You... You girls keep me young. <laughs> exactly. You girls keep me young. That's what young. I tell Claudia. She keeps me young. <laughs> Even though you're younger. <laughs> yeah. But I guess um, a way to spend that is being, you know, in our 30s um, and not necessarily being as younger, 20-somethings or whatever, like being older millennials, as we say. Um, how do you feel you stay, quote unquote, young? I think with reality TV and <laughs> e-news, because I really, like, I'm younger, but I'm pretty old in terms of music. So, music and, like, being up to date on stuff, I'm outdated. Mm-hmm. So, I think I'm young, but I don't think this question's for me. I think it's for you. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because it's like, you don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so for me... Mm-hmm. I just, like I've said before, I just love pop culture and I get it wherever I can, where it be reality TV or podcasts or blogs and websites, social media, music. You know all the like acronym things that people say, like NSFW, like you send them or you said OMW, like all these things. I don't know these things. The one I always struggle with and I know it, but I always forget it is TFW. What does that mean? That feeling when? Oh. <laughs> yeah. I always get stuck on, on that. I think because I've always just been like super. Hip. Yeah. I've just always been really cool. <laughs> that is not true. But I've always just like been on the internet um, um, when you could be on the internet. ASL. So not always. Yeah, exactly. ASL. I was on AIM. I was like. OG live journaling. So, what, what was your AIM name? I'm not sharing that. <laughs> it wasn't like like sexual or anything. It's just I had so many childlike and embarrassing. Oh, <laughs> I'm possibly problematic now. Probably. It was because uh, because I went to state for a little bit to San Diego State. Oh. So it was uh, um based off of our mascot. That's all I say. <laughs> yeah. But so yeah, that's it for me. I just like I'm I like the internet, I guess. Yeah. Mhm. I don't know. But 
Back to Mean Girls. Yeah. Because how it's so funny how it just naturally comes up. Like, we always quote it. Love Mean Girls, yeah. We love Mean yeah. Girls. But and how like, it actually came up naturally today. Right. <laughs> the burn book. Because how you're a mean girl. I'm a mean, I was. I'm a reforming people pleaser and reforming mean girl. Because you are the Regina George. <gasps> Yeah, man, I had too many stories. I was such an a-hole in elementary school. Was. <laughs> so which character in Mean Girls are you? Um, I think I would have to be, I don't know. I think I would have to be Janice, probably. Yeah? Yeah. Like fully, or you think you're like a combo? Yeah, like... Of people in the movie. Um, A Janice and a Katie, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I think I see myself in Janice. And I'm a little ditzy, too, so... <laughs> a little Karen combo in there. <laughs> Karen. And, and boobs. My boob can tell it's raining. <laughs> yeah. I'd probably be a combo of... Regina. Apparently. <laughs> and Gretchen Wieners. <laughs> Did your father invent toaster strudel? <laughs> no way. <laughs> but every time she says I'm like, mm, she's so lucky. <laughs> I love toaster strudel. <laughs> Did she also make out with a cousin? No, Karen. <laughs> That's Karen. Is it Karen? Yeah. Gretchen tells her. Oh, yeah. You're, you have your first cousins and your... Yeah. <laughs> you're right. You're yeah. right. Fine. Fine. Yeah. So that's who we would be. Do you have a... Do you guys have a Mean Girls fave or a Mean Girls related question? We love Mean Girls and Mean yes. Girls references. And someone's a, some of us apparently lived Mean Girl lives. I don't know. <laughs> they didn't get the plot from nowhere. <laughs> right. <laughs> so send us your questions. We love hearing from you and we need more. Yeah, definitely. We are 2BeastPod on Instagram and Twitter. And we're occasionally post the Q&A on Instagram. So send us questions. Send more for Bird because... She gets jealous that I get all of them. <laughs> Whatever. Boo, you whore. <laughs>